Hi, this is Matt Spiro. Thanks for listening to Le Bourgeois. Don't forget, we welcome your comments on social media using the hashtag Le Bourgeois or via our email, ligueandpodcast at gmail.com. Enjoy this week's pod and we'll be back very soon. A bientôt. These are very, very troubled times for the 10-time champions, uh, Saint-Étienne. Uh, we'll get into more detail, but before, let's just listen to Angus Tarode, who commentated their latest game, Saint-Étienne, at home against Reims. On around with the ball into the box, and Buenga with the header! And Saint-Étienne have opened the scoring in the 73rd minute! Kasama now racing forward, trying to feed it round the back, that's good play, Oh! Six goals this season for Deere and make it seven. And Rans have stolen a draw from under the noses of Saint-Étienne. Well, Saint-Étienne getting a draw, but this was obviously a, a disappointing draw with Boulay Diaz scoring, equalising in the uh, in the 94th minute following that penalty. And it's actually uh, ended a run of four straight defeats. But one point from uh, 15 uh, available for Claude Puel's team. They are just two points above the drop zone and... Uh, one of, the, one of the biggest clubs in French football is in serious difficulty and the Claude Puel um, era, after a, a promising start, has, has really stalled. Now Puel, during his time at Saint-Étienne, has, has tried to shake things up. He's dropped a number of the experienced players, Loic Perrin, Yann and Villa, Mathieu Debouchy, have all had uh, spells on the bench, but he's gone a step further this weekend. He's dropped Stefan Ruffier, who is uh, a, a huge fan favourite. He's been Saint-Étienne's goalkeeper since 2011. He is a very, very, uh, let's say, interesting, uh, unusual character. And uh, you don't, you don't, well, in general, you don't dare ruffle Ruffier's feathers. But Puel has done that. His, his performances haven't been great. What do, we, what do we make of this decision? Just to add a little bit of context, because it is creating um, a lot of controversy in Saint-Étienne. Ruffier's agent... Um, whose name I noted here, Patrick Glantz, has, uh, has hit out at Claude Puel saying he has spat on a club legend. Well, now, it, it, he's, he's playing with fire, Claude Puel. He definitely is. And if Saint-Étienne have had their troubles over the years, Ruffier has always been one of the stalwarts and one of the consistent performers. He's missed 10 games in the league since joining in 2011 prior to this season. And that shows that he is someone that with Loic Perrin, really identifies with what Saint-Étienne are and is always there to bail them out. I think most of us around this table would agree that even when their team are playing dreadfully, Stefan Ruffier is one that you can look to for inspiration. He's always a going bit, to keep A bit them. less this season. I mean, He was I, our I, reserve I, I, keeper I in the team of the decade, wasn't he? I yeah, think we yeah, can, uh, yeah. I, I haven't seen him that. make glaring errors, but the stats all, all suggest that his form has really dipped this season. And Puel is, is seeing that on a daily basis, obviously at training as well. For me, this is a sign that either Claude Puel is almost out of a job and feels that it's just time to try and do whatever it takes mm. and to, to, to shock the team back into action, or contrary, he, on the contrary, he feels that he's got full support of the board and that he can, he can do this sort of thing with impunity and make a change knowing that, that he's truly believes it's for the best of the squad, that Ruffier has been underperforming and that reputations count for little and it's time to try and turn this ship around. Well, he's on the board, isn't he? He and Xavier Tullio, 
who he worked with at Lille, and they were brought in because you, we, we all know the, the structure at Saint-Etienne with the co-presidents, Roland Romier, who's there on a daily basis, and Bernard Cayazzo, who's usually in Paris. And Romier is of an advanced age. I think he liked the idea of Puel coming in and taking on extra responsibility. But it's not working at the moment. Last week, I asked the question, is Puel under pressure? Of course he is. I mean, Jesse Moulin did play the first derby game, which was Puel's first game, and they won 1-0. He kept a clean sheet. That was when Ruffier was injured. And he's a good backup goalkeeper, nowhere near in Ruffier's class, mind. Puel, Puel was very um, positive. Uh, he, he praised Jesse Moulin after his performance uh, against Rance, which, of course, was then interpreted as another dig at, uh, at Ruffier. I, I think it's interesting, the point you made, Robbie. I think... Puel has power. I, I don't think they're going to sack him. If things if they get relegated, then this summer he'll probably get sacked. But they look to be planning. And, and just this last week, the, the head of recruitment, David Vantier, was, mm-hmm. was sacked yeah. as well, which is... Uh, which a, is a, more power for Claude Puel, well, in theory. The, we don't know who's coming in yet, but it's going to be, by all accounts, one of Puel's allies. It's going to be a Puel decision. So, you know, the game against Leon is suddenly very, very big. And, it you know, it could turn... Sante's season around because Leon they're going to be tired I imagine after the Juventus game and if Sante can get a win um, then then you know they're 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 back on track and Ruffier's Saint-Étienne career is very much up in the air this is a goalkeeper who don't forget reportedly said he didn't want to be part of the France setup mm-hmm. having having been the number three goalkeeper he's not a goalkeeper who likes to be on the sidelines and interestingly he wasn't even in the squad at the weekend so Big problems. I, I think he's, he's. I was chatting to a couple of Saint Etienne people last week when all this blew up, and they were saying he is a bit of a prickly character. <laughs> to, well, it's, it's the perception we have watching, is, watching yeah. their matches the whole time, but apparently he's very solitary. He doesn't have many mates right. in the dressing room, not many mates in the, in the Saint Etienne squad or around football. He's a family man, but uh, he doesn't, he doesn't, he's not one of those. People that that bring together a dressing room that brings Moulin together a football is, squad. He? But, but he's a really Jesse, popular well, keepers always are. But he has reserve about keepers. he has about thirty what thirty seven thousand mates in the Stade Rofogish every weekend because they love him. Absolutely, mm. absolutely, and that's significant. You know, the Saint Etienne fans are such an important part part of that football club. And I'm not sure how you can drop your goalkeeper from a Claude Puel point of view when you haven't played with the same back line since this since. Pretty much the day he took over at Saint Etienne, and Villa played centre back. He did, and gave away the late penalty. I think he'd had quite a good game up until then, by all accounts. That's what I was going to say as well. Everything seems to be going against Puel. He makes a change. You know, it's like Vias Boas this season. Everything he does t- turns to gold. Everything Puel does seems to seems to backfire. And well, well done to Robbie for not yet mentioning Boulay Dia, who who who's your favourite favourite youngster in Liga. He was last year. He won the penalty. He slotted the penalty. Just, uh, yeah, a moment's applause for Bouladia, please. We should go back and just uh, listen to what was actually said last season about Bouladia because this thing is no longer bears very little resemblance to what was actually said. We were talking about underrated players and, and young players coming through and I just thought he had he's a great good. story. And I he's, Marseille, he's a good I think player. Marseille have been linked with him. Listen, uh, a quick reminder that you're listening to Le Beau Jeu, Le Beau Jeu, the official league and podcast. You can contact us uh, via email, ligampodcast at gmail.com or via Twitter using the hashtag Le And please do uh, rate us on the different podcast platforms. You can be nice. You can be very mean if you want. 